Welcome to the Too Much Dip Podcast. It's Monday. It's Masters Week. What? It's in my thumb zone. My name's Dave. I'm going to host. That's Dylan. Yes, hello. Dylan here. Hey, thanks for not uh, finger slapping your mic like you did on the oh, original attempt. Oh, I'm sorry. Attempt. Sometimes I get a little excited and I start just like bopping to the beat of this fire track and I hit the microphone. And Dave wants to start the whole podcast over that we're six seconds into. You so. hit the mic, but then you also like adjusted the mic. So it was just a well, double. Well, I had to because my, my, my mic was pointed that way after Well, I you, sh- you shouldn't have been going so hard. No, I apologize for absolutely nothing. A man who has never apologized a day in his life, KJ. I'm going to break that trend right now and uh, apologize to my GI tract okay. and uh, to the men's room in my house. As I overestimated, Gross. underestimated a local taco eatery when they said, hey, these two tacos are quite spicy. I didn't believe them. Uh, and I'm here to tell you that whatever drink some milk and the spice goes away trick no. doesn't work with oat milk. It definitely doesn't work with like Waterloo sparkling soda. Uh, so your boy's like over here just like mouthing a fucking bagel, hoping that it just like saves me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sucking on a bagel? What are you doing? Do you want the carbs or no? I just kind of need the numbing sensation. All right. Just to to recap, KJ Spicy Tacos is about to wreak Mm -hmm. havoc on his toilet. Uh, I'm just anticipating that part. To combat the spicy mouth, he's attempted oat milk, and he's now sucking on a bagel. That's not in the playbook. Hi, man. I tried a banana, but um, I am very team. I can't do any dark spots on my on, on my banana. Much oh. like uh, HOA zoning laws, like I need it strictly to be as ripe as possible. Wait, uh, let's let's drill down on that HOA reference earlier. What are you referring to? You know, just uh, the House of Agriculture, who represent, who uh, recommends eating the ripest and freshest fruits at all, uh, all times. Yeah, I, I try to eat around it. I'll be completely <laughs> honest. If there's a little dark spot in my in my nana. <laughs> I'll fuck with I fuck with the whole banana. I don't care. I'm sure it won't hurt you. Where Where do you stand on uh, brown in your guacamole? Um. If I was a part or witness to when it was created, I'm probably okay with it. But, you know, if I can't timestamp it, I do not fuck with sell-by, best-by dates, like, whatsoever. You just skim off that top layer of the brown, and it's all green underneath, baby. It's good. We're good to go. A lot of people don't know that, but it's the oxidation that really gets it. You got to really seal it off. Oxidation. If you want to get real loco, put no a little eating. lime or lemon juice in there. It absorbs the oxygen. Is that big facts? Well, one of those two. It's a citrus fruit. Yeah. He's, it's, uh, you know, lemon, apples. It works. Yeah. So next time, Dylan, you're at a lemon party, just take one home. Lemon, that is. Slice it up. I've never been to a lemon party, man. KJ, where are you uh, broadcasted from today? <laughs> Aside from the hottest place on earth, I'm broadcasting from the edge of single child dadhood. There is a, you know, low to medium chance that, you know, your boy might just be like, hey, I got to go. 
and I don't mean to the restroom, you know, uh, we are not only on severe thunderstorm watch, but heavy baby watch here in the Ellis household. It's going to be like when Prince Harry uh, is doing that interview, then he hears uh, back that ass up and gets <laughs> up and runs out to the, out of the hangar. You know, I, I got a feeling they weren't actually playing that. <laughs> Has Prince Harry <laughs> ever heard back that ass that up? particular military base. Has he ever heard the song back that ass up? The su- seminal hit of juvenile's career. Page six would say yes. Shortly after he married his current wife, as it's likely something she plays on the reg. Oh, okay. Okay. As there's layers there. Call me big daddy. When you back that ass up. One of the greatest songs of all time. It's very good. Yeah. I, I implore anyone who hasn't seen that music video in a while to go back and watch it. There's a woman that I used to identify in that video every time I'd watch, not because she was particularly attractive or anything like that, but she was ahead of her game in wearing like a, wasn't a romper because it was a long legged. I don't know what you call that. Like a bodysuit type thing. Slender man. But she had the longest back in the history of uh, America. And the entire time I watched, it was just like, why is that lady's back so long? It's terrible. She's probably like 52, 55, maybe 60. Who knows? Grandkids. Good for her and her long ass back. I think she like, she walked so Taylor Swift could you know, thrive. Mm, so that's what we're arriving with uh, that story. Just a, <laughs> just a shot at, at T Swift. Uh, Grammy loser last night, actually. Hey, KJ, speaking of um, winners and losers, did you see where our friend Juice slept a couple nights ago? I'm sure you guys unpacked this quite a bit. We did. uh, did. I just want to get your thoughts. I'll say this. I, uh, I can think of a million people I'd rather wake up than OJ in that special way. Um. Once again, this is uh, this is kind of like this is kind of privilege flaunting, if you will. Dude, it's the juice. He's harmless. It's the it's Uncle Juice. <laughs> is it weird that? I mean, how old is OJ? He's like sixty-five. Is it weird that he killed two people? Yeah, a little uh, bit. He was never convicted. Civilly allowed them not to be around anymore, according to the civil court. But um, yeah, OJ's seventy plus. How many years did he spend like in legitimate prison? I don't know, but he's 74 years old. He looks fantastic for 74. That's, that's true. You think he's still getting head? Yeah. Absolutely. Still getting head? I'm just asking questions here. You think there's not one marketing meeting where like the Nugenics team is sitting around the table and they're like, they're like coming up with ideas for Q4. Like, hey, do we run the same duffel bag scene with Frank Thomas or does he stand on the other side of the table or maybe... He wears all blue instead of all black. This, and then somebody at the end of the table, they're like, not again, Josh. We know you're going to say, bring in the juice. The juice is our voice of the next generation. And they're like, we can't go to it. We can't do it. Yeah, as he is 74. So it would be tough to make your spokesperson a 74-year-old. Unless. AARP. I'm just saying. The juice is back on the loose. There you go. In scene by Nugenics for older men. There you go, man. I dare you to try to broadcast at a level higher than that. I dare Shark you. Shark Are you in? <laughs> Is this an old 
person thing? No, I don't really no. know. I don't really know what we're doing. I was making a, a I was making a joke, and then KJ made a different joke. Now it's your turn to make a completely different joke, or we could just talk uh, Final Four. Ooh, let's talk a little basketball. Talking basketball. How's that song go? <laughs> we're gonna need that one, Randy. Oh man, man, what, a, dude? Are we why don't we, off with you should seg, you you should be the transition to new segments guy. Okay, we, we just give you 15 seconds to just riff. I did kind of crush that. We're talking women's. <clears throat> KJ KJ did the interesting move, and I, I think I know what this link is. Uh, do you need no. me to play it? Because I unfortunately cannot. Uh, I think hookup. I can because I've got USB capabilities, but many of us out there are aware that women are athletes too. And in fact, they have the NCAA women's college championship basketball tournament, whatever you want to call it. Good tournament They're this year. Yesterday, uh, UConn took on University of Southern Cal Carolina. South Carolina. USB. There you go. Thank you for fixing South that. <laughs> go Cox. All that OJ thought talk in my head. You know what? Thank you for saying that. Reminding me, I've got that still. But uh, during that broadcast, we've had some uh, complaints over the years of the discrepancies between amount of investment into the men's tournament versus the women's tournament. ESPN certainly upped their game this year. Uh, they added a mega cast, and on one channel, you could see the always wonderful Las Vegas ace Kelsey Plum, as well as. Uh, another host who I believe uh, that might be Sue Bird, but then Diana Taurasi was also on the uh, broadcast. And Diana Taurasi, I'll get your thoughts on what she sounds like, um, but she delivered a thought on the Gamecocks uh, and why they were being successful early in the game. Let's see if I can execute playing this for the world to hear. She's goaded. The length of, of, the, of the Cox is long. Jeez. Unbelievable. Play right there. Here we go. Where that lane, but that's just play right there. Yeah. Like in those other games, that's she was finishing in the lane. The length of, of, the, of the cocks is long. Okay. Yeah. Followed by 15, 20 seconds of just silence and snickering from the other two uh, women. Like, come on. Come on, Diane. There's just no place for that in uh, modern sports. Was she drunk? As I was clearing out the rundown from last week, and I saw the run it back where all it said was KJ is horny, horny, and then one of them was in all caps. Like, I don't know that I'm capable of commenting against uh, Ms. Tarasi here, um, but I enjoyed that part of the broadcast, not just this clip, but I enjoyed this aspect of the broadcast. It was such a blowout game that I wasn't sticking around for long, but, you know, um, there's certainly appeal there. Shout out to Don Stanley. Uh, coach of South Carolina, first black coach, men's or women's uh, college basketball to win national title twice, and she's done it back to back. Ooh, it's an impressive stat. Um, that might not be accurate, but whatever. I'm going to run with it. Let me say this: I was when I heard that clip, I kind of knew what was going to happen. I was number one. I was very impressed with how matter of fact she was about dropping the the joke. But maybe overshadowing point one is point two. She sounds exactly like uh, Diana Taurasi should sound. And that is just extremely aggressive Northeast. The Northeast part is what stood out to me. 
Like, like I, I don't, I guess I had never heard her talk, which I guess is a oversight on my part, but yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> it's a pretty, that's, that's like a, a Sopranos extra. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said it as someone, you know, of Italian descent, you know, I'd, I'd rather you point out that similarity, but Thank I got you for that knowing too. that. Yeah. And then, uh, in the men's games, did y'all watch either of the final four games or any parts of? I did. I did. A special, especially, uh, dialed into Duke Carolina just because it's juicy and it was probably the best game we've had. Bye-bye coach K. I don't know who tweeted. You guys see the statistic about North Carolina being um, Coach K's first ever loss as a Duke head coach, uh, last ever loss um, at Duke, and then finally the loss to take him out of the tournament and in his career. So that's kind of an interesting feather in the cap for North Carolina against Duke. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the rumors are already started that um, – you know, he's looking at a place in Westlake. So let the Coach K to Texas oh. rumor mill go off. I heard he's got a, a like he's got a, a house picked out in Spanish Oaks. So he gonna, does. That's they're gonna helicopter him in from, yep. from out there every every day for practice and whatnot. Dude, he would hate it at Texas. He would hate Austin. There's no doubt. That's he doesn't not- look like a guy who likes many things or places. No, he he's he is the epitome of I've I've often said that college basketball coaches are the most miserable looking coaches. He's he personifies it. Like he's even in celebration, he does not look like he's having a good time. And it's not even like Belichickian. It's more like he just looks like a man who's just I don't know sold his soul a long time ago. He's just dead inside, and all he can do is just coach kids. He constantly looks like he shows up to like Best Buy at 9 a.m. And the store says they open at 9 a.m. It's 9.04 and they're not open. And there's a sign, like handwritten sign list, short-staffed due to the ongoing global pandemic, which is, you know, could be looked at in endemic phases in some places. Watch out for BA variant too, whatever you want to call it. But he always has the look on his face like, I really just needed to be here at 9 a.m. And why aren't you here? Like always inconvenienced. Do people call him Coach Karen ever? (laughs) <laughs> why would that i don't know he just seems like a complainer i mean you know complainer actually that wouldn't be that would be i was gonna make some really inappropriate so you know what have a good <laughs> retirement coach k i will yeah. not turn you to the history of your university that may or may not have some questionable decisions in its past five national titles 13 final fours 15 ACC tournament championships. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a good resume. I take it. (laughs) I'll take Coach Ariema every time. Or Pat Summit. How about that? Gino. Gino. (laughs) Give me me old Kim Mulkey. If we want to talk goaded, we want to talk goaded coaches. Mulkey, Baylor, just a content factory. I, she always just looks like she's holding it together by a thread. Yeah. It's what was, she's, she she looked way too, she looked way too wild to be doing what she was doing. I don't know. Very impressive. Of course, John Wooden won 10 national championships in a 12 year period. 
They used to call you John Wooden, didn't they? No, why would they? <laughs> That's a pretty impressive stat. Did you guys watch any KU? You guys impressed by the Jayhawks? They've got some very Jayhawkian looking guys on their team. Uh, McCormick looks good. Um, I don't recall the guy who hit like three or four threes in the uh, late in the second half, but uh, <clears throat> it, I guess it was brought to my attention this morning. KU's only won two national titles in the last like 30 plus years. Uh, I guess 2008 and then not again since like 1984, 1987, something like that, which is just bizarre for how well uh, respected that program is, how many times they've been a number one seed, how many highly talented players they've had to go through there up to and not including the Morris twins. People forget that. Yeah, they, um, they do a good job at their, their PR is very strong. They, they kind of – they're a hated fan base, mainly because I, Mizzou, you know, Mizzou hates them. Other Big 12 schools, I don't really hate them that much. They don't really bother me. But weren't they about to get busted up in like an FBI sting for like the shoot, the Nike – there was a thing a few years ago, and I thought it was going to be like the demise of their program, not just them. It was multiple schools. Nothing ever happened. If it did, I missed it. Maybe it was a, like a, a minor um, suspension, but – they were one of the Adidas schools, Adidas. so Thank Will Wade down in uh, or in Nike as well. I think Will Wade down in Louisiana State was gone. Sean Miller, uh, you know my favorite coach and now coach of uh, Loyola somewhere. Don't know, doesn't matter. Uh, former coach of Arizona is what I'm getting at. He was ousted after that scandal. Adidas, uh, or I'm sorry, um, Kansas was also a big part of that, but you know they're Kansas. They they had the less miles like firing to deal with. Like they had other people to throw attention to and Bill self rightfully. So is kind of still cooking. Okay. You but favored by four and a half, huh? That's quite a spread. Yeah. Is that what OJ said when he woke up? Okay. He woke up by himself. <laughs> um, I'm curious if there's been anybody in this tournament that's caught your eye for the next level. NBA, because I was seeing I was seeing some people, some chatter on Twitter about Paolo. Mm-hmm. Some saying that his game, like, people were not impressed with his performance uh, against UNC, and I was thinking, dude, I thought the exact opposite. I think that guy's going to be a beast. He'll still go top five. It's just so hard with NBA, just because you don't see such a high percentage of like the top ten picks because they're coming out of the G League, they're coming out of high school. They don't, they're on teams that aren't making deep runs. Uh, so I think he probably gets an unfair or undue amount of scrutiny. No different than like Bronny. Like too many people watch too many of his games to, to poke too many holes in what's going on. Like basketball players would be better off like playing a little bit less, I would say. It's or also what, old. like 19 years old? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, it's all about projection at that point. Not a one-off game here and there. The, the kid is an absolute freak. And what, like six nine, six ten? Yeah, he'll be a top. I think he'll be a top three pick. Are you rocking with Chet? Chet, I don't know, man. He's he's too much of a beanpole. I mean, I'm sure he's gonna be fine at the next level. He's got like, he's got ball skills, whatever. For a guy that big, I get it. But just throw that dude around right now until he puts on like 120 pounds of muscle. I'm now 
After going through the KP, the Kristaps Porzingis experience as a Mavs fan, I'm now officially buying into the theory of guys that size um, who play like that not being able to be durable and not holding up. And I I know, like you just said, he's going to bulk up. He's going to add weight. It's just natural. But I don't know. I You can only put on so much size onto that frame, and I don't think it's going to matter. And I think he's – He's got he can ball, but I just don't I don't see that guy having like a long healthy career. I know that's kind of a. I remember very vividly being at a Texas game, Kevin Durant's full only year, but he's a freshman. I was sitting behind these guys that were there from the opposing team, and they were playing like an absolute nobody. And these two jackasses were sitting in front of me, being like, "Oh, this guy's supposed to be like a top five pick. Like he's way <laughs> too skinny. He's not gonna do shit in the NBA." I'm like, "I don't know, man. He's pretty good." Like. Sure enough, sure enough, he's made he's had a fine career. He's now he's not a banger. He's not you know he doesn't play in the in the post very much. He's not a banger for sure. He's not a banger for sure. But yeah, I, I don't know much. I, I, should, I should say I don't know enough and or much at all about Chet Holmgren's shooting, like you know three point shot. But I think that is clearly what sets apart you know players of this height right now in the NBA. Uh, You've got, I mean, we'll get to a little bit later with the uh, MVP uh, voting in the NBA, but David brought up KP, prime example of somebody whose game is really only expanded by the fact that he can shoot so well. Uh, without that, I don't think there's a roster KP really contributes to in a meaningful way. Um, obviously, KD is one of the best shooters in the NBA and maybe of all time, who knows, but if Chet has a solid shot, then, you know, I think he's going to buy himself enough time to figure it out. I would not take him with the top three pick myself. <laughs> yeah, he's – a lot of people really like him, though. Shout out to our friends at Zaga. Um, anything else? Did y'all do brackets? How is your bracket looking, if so? I had zero people remaining after round of 16. Okay. <laughs> I haven't filled out a bracket in about four years. Yeah, your boy D-Man here. I've, I stand to win a significant amount of money if Kansas wins tonight. And by that, I mean probably like 60 or 70 bucks. Whoa. Pretty good. So, That's fingers crossed. Bad. Rock chalk. Not bad. My Sigov It'll almost shot, sent me a text this morning that uh, not only did she win her um, work office pool for, you know, whatever, uh, March Madness, but she also won, like, college football playoff picks or college football bowl picks with the family and then won her fantasy football league. Man, if, so, only, if only she was picking for you all year, you wouldn't have truck nuts or whatever you're doing. <laughs> Check back with me in the fall if uh, if, if you end up having a different uh, member of the Ellis family doing my dip picks going forward. Have the uh, Texas Rangers tracked you down for your truck nut uh, highway accident? I fear, I fear no moment like I do, like a knock on the door, just being like, hey, uh, we're here to serve you. Uh, notice you're being subpoenaed for, <laughs> for comment. We know but about no the part. truck. We know about the truck nuts, KJ. Just tell us what happened. <laughs> Not only did they present me with like a highway clip, but they also present me with like a YouTube link to me admitting it <laughs> on just live stream. Multiple. And I was like, help. Tom and uh, Lannister, me, or whichever one that was. We heard the we heard the pod, Mister Ellis. <laughs> Thanks. What you think, man? <laughs> no, you guys are pretty good, man. Good chemistry. It's, it feels like me and my friend just talking sports. Hey, 
Speaking of sports, how you feel about your denim game? Uh, okay about it. I mean, I have some some solid pieces in the mix, but I could definitely up it. I got some solid pieces in the mix too. Can we talk about our good friends at Mugsy? We can. Is this a new sponsor alert? For it's too new, much dip, it's it is a new sponsor alert. Yeah. Once you do it, new, we have a new sponsor. New sponsor alert. Welcome to the Texas State Fair. That's that's not really really part of it, but Mugsy jeans, everybody. Thank you, Mugsy jeans. They're the most comfortable men's jeans on the planet. How about that? Built with a proprietary stretch denim, these jeans look stylish but feel like you're wearing sweatpants. They were around back in the day on a previous podcast that we are not a part of. They sent me a pair of Mugsy jeans way back in the day. These are remember. probably seven years old, and I wore them. Um, I wore them out actually, and then finally I had to. They were. I had to get rid of them because they were too worn out. I wore the shit out of them, David, is what I'm trying to say. This guy wears the shit out of jeans. I did. The and stretch I, jean for men. I've been told that they have significantly improved their design since then, so I cannot wait to get my hands on some. One Mugsy customer said, I used to hate jeans. Now I don't. These jeans are literally changing people's lives. I want to meet this feller that didn't like jeans. Who doesn't like jeans? Um, I don't know. No friend of mine. Old jeans sure did love jeans. Let's talk about the fit. More, <laughs> more room for the boys. More room for your balls. No hugging your balls. How about that? Don't like my balls hugged by my dad. And this, yeah, the the boys being your balls. What's right. up, Katie? Something that's important to me. Never too baggy at this age, and you know, just in general, I I don't want to be called out in the mall for walking around just a little too bad, too much sag in my pants, too much bagginess going on in my pants. And never too skinny because I am a man of um, you know, reasonable size. So too skinny, too tight, that, that doesn't work for me either. In fact, I will admit, I had to remove the belt from the jeans I'm wearing today because these jeans are so ill-fitting. So when I have Muggsy jeans, I will stand up and show them with pride. No, pa no pants on the ground for KJ. He's not going to be looking like a fool with his pants on the ground. Uh-huh. Look, here's what they did. They removed excess fabric that normally hangs off you for a fit that looks perfect. Their founder, Leo, spent five years and tested thousands of denims before landing on the perfect denim blend. It's cotton-based for breathability and that classic or natural denim look and feel. That's important, too, because I've, my day, I've, I've dropped a pretty penny on some jeans, and they're, you know, super stiff. They don't breathe. Not Muggsy. Muggsy breathes well. Got a promo code if you want 10% off. Use code BANG at Muggsy.com for 10% off your entire order. Free your balls once and for all with the most comfortable jeans on the planet. Muggsy.com, promo code BANG for 10% off. Do your legs a favor. Pick up a pair. Uh, BANG! BANG! It's good! We Thank haven't you. played that sounder in a while. I just, it's basketball season. It just felt good. It needed to be played. You know, it's also master season. Mmm. How's your thumb zone? Uh, locked and loaded, <laughs> as it has been all year. I don't, I don't remove it from my thumb zone, nor do I delete it. That's for that's like sissy shit. This dude loves the Masters. <laughs> I don't fuck around, man. Dude, you're pretty serious about yeah. that. Yeah. Not you. to get your thumb zone. <laughs> I'll, smack, I'll smack your ass if you throw me, show me your. Okay, no. Drop but, a yes, pin. I have the app. Yeah, drop a pin for a player. See what happens. Like like Earth is doing to the aliens. KJ missed that segment. He wasn't here for it. But Did you see, see that, I, KJ? there's like a one out of ten chance I would have stumbled upon and commented randomly. But uh, 
I'm disappointed in all of us that we're surrounded by drinks of all kinds of sorts, but we fail to remind people that we are owners, possessors at least, of uh, cups from the 2020 Masters. You're welcome. One of the few plastic cups I keep in my household. I have uh, an array of cups from the 2017 Masters as I attended the tournament. And if, uh, kids, if you happen to be in Austin this weekend, I doubt you will be. But um, no chicks allowed. Boys only having a Masters watch party at the crib. Again, no chicks allowed. I might be serving beer in Masters cups. Got to say, it's a little redundant, don't you think? It is Saturday. Like I think people are going to get that. In case, yeah. In case anybody wanted to try me, like, don't. I will, <laughs> I will kick, I will kick your, your girl out. Damn. I'll send, I'll send her walking. I don't care. He's going to send her walking. Uh, Get hit, lost. Hit, hit the bricks. Scram, skedaddle. Hey, toots, hit the bricks. Yeah. Just toots. voice notes of him in Christopher Walken accent. That's what he means. He's going to send her walking. Did you guys um, track any of uh, Tiger's flights in the last few days? Didn't I call this? Didn't I say, wake me when it's flight tracker season for Tiger? I'll give you credit. Later, tail numbers were up in... I think we all were pretty consistent. Like, there was no effing way. Well, come on. Hold on. The flight tracking, I thought, was a little silly because he was going, he was headed to Augusta National regardless whether he was going to bring his sticks or not. It's Tiger Woods. <laughs> he brings he's his got, sticks everywhere. He's got the champion's dinner. He's like, there's reason for him to be there even if he's not going to play. And we're still not convinced he's going to play. Yes, I see him on. He's, he's smacking the ball around. He's on the putting green. He's messing around. I think it's a coin flip still that he that he plays. I hope he does. But the flight tracking was a little silly. I am. It just could I am be up. argued that he would have arrived later in the week, though. Fair. Not necessarily. Well, man. he's got to be there for the champions dinner. You got you got to catch a oh, vibe as long as you can. For what's up? I said like, how early is that though? Because I would assume some people are oh, Tuesday okay. or Wednesday. Well, he's got he got pressed talk to you know he's i don't know man do we have matsuyama's champions dinner menu did that come up i feel like we've missed that uh regular occurrence in the meme cycle because uh i will say uh tiger also came out and said game time decision for him to play this weekend uh, right when we get to our picks a little bit later we can discuss whether or not uh we feel like he's worthy of picking but i will also break some news Angel Cabrera, Phil Mickelson, not playing in the Masters this week. I can confirm that. You can say you heard it here first and too much dip from KJ Ellis. I think we knew that. I'm just... I don't know if you follow the the saga of Cabrera, but it's not good. Phil, Phil not good, but for different reasons. Um, Yeah. Um, I'm looking, because I have a guess about Matsuyama's dinner. What I think I heard, but I don't want to be wrong. Why you think it might might be a traditional like Japanese fair? I just don't want to say the wrong thing and be way off. What do you think it is? Just like off the dome. What do you think it might be? Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. <laughs> okay. Um, that was expertly timed. The only thing I'm seeing is that he's nervous to deliver his champions dinner speech. That doesn't help at all. As yeah, English is not his first language. In fact. But I thought that he did confirm last year, which I think is what David's alluding to. At some point, he did say. Sushi. Oh, okay. So you think because 
he's Japanese. Like he's just going to bring sushi to. I don't think he's going to bring it. Right. They're going to prepare it. Okay. Wow. I've, I've been I, searching Twitter and I can say there's a lot of, a lot of tweets that are not good tweets. <laughs> Read one for us. No, this one's more visual. <laughs> I feel like uh, there's a good chance that he filled up like a you know, one of those trucker thermoses, those big MFers, like 7,000 ounces um, at Ramen Tatsuya in Austin during Dell match play if he was present. And it's just going to bring that to the Champions Dinner. How about that? If I, was, I don't think that's what he's doing. If I was attending the Champions Dinner, and I'm not as I've never won the Masters Tournament, I would be psyched for sushi. I freaking love I freaking love love sushi okay i think i might have found what, what my problem here i did tiger not do this i think tiger might have done sushi the year he like when he won uh i guess it would have been last year's dinner sushi yeah it's not important we could just make our one, picks okay one other thing i want to talk about before we jump into picks uh dylan as you're the only one who's been to the masters there's a lot of talk going on about how the food menu's got some updates i don't care i think it's overplayed uh discussion about the how the food's so cheap at augusta same conversation like, every year cute it's i think it's fantastic what do you mean it's overplayed man because it, everybody knows that but okay it's yeah do we get it the sandwich it's, cool. is cheap. it's, it's a cool part of the tradition a, a dollar fifty for a pimento cheese sandwich like come on and they're very good, by the way, as I had like 20 of them when I, I just, was there. I just feel like people rehash it every year, and it's like they're just discovering it. But it's like, this is not a new thing. I would probably say there are maybe other places in economies of scale that maybe that we should charge more for the people that masters. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what? I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just bullshitting. Augusta yeah, National... Reminding the world that they are uh, full of their own fucking smugness. What? Was this this week? Taylor Gooch? Gotch? How do I say this guy's name? It's the Gooch. It's T. Talor. Gooch. Talor Gooch? It's Taylor. It's not Talor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we found out Will Pernet once pronounced pomade pomade. Oh, no. Yeah, it's tough. I feel like all people, he should know home, like hair care products. That's what we said. We said the same thing. I told you, I'm like one for five on just guessing random thoughts. What did the Gooch do? Wore shorts. It's hot as fuck in Augusta. Well, it's not hot as fuck. It's just humid. It's storm season, as we all know. In fact, it's raining earlier, early this week uh, in Augusta. Wore shorts during a practice round, which I guess is an okay thing. Uh, around the tour is an absolute, you better not try that shit at Augusta National. Um they had to send send a senior club pro over to kind of tell him why he fucked up and bring him some rain pants. Much like what occurred in Vegas when my good friend Flounder bailed me out for wearing shorts and 40-degree high wind, chilly as fuck weather, I then wore another man's rain pants to finish out the round. They looked hilarious. <laughs> rain pants are just funny. No rain pants have ever looked cool. Were they tearaways though? Uh, in fact, they might have been. They kind of look like I tearaways. I don't know that I tried to, but I was I was trying to button everything down at that point. I looked like I was wearing hammer pants the whole time. So the, they, right. they made this dude put uh, pants on. That's what you're telling me, Taylor Gooch. Correct. You better cover oh up, God. Gooch. How, how would you not? 
How would you not know that that's a rule there? First timer. First timer, but this is like last Thursday. This was last week. This wasn't like in a direct event practice round, I don't believe. Okay. So, you yeah. know, Condoleezza wears pants as she's the only member at Augusta National I can name. Huh. Man, how how dope would it be if we got a Woods Gooch pairing? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just okay. think it would be cool. Hey, golf is a fun game. Yeah. Man. Okay. We're going to pick. We're going to make some picks. We're going to pick three. And here's the deal. This is going to be more of an immediate payoff for the folks. Winner. Winner gets a big old hunk of meat that they are required to smoke with the caveat that they post on meat smokers only on Instagram. Do I get to choose the cut of meat? I do like a five Wagyu from Japan. I think we should probably have um, a limit on that. Well, no. I, I, I think <laughs> no, he said. Either, uh, two non winners contribute 50 a piece. I feel like it's fair. So okay. the winner is in receipt is receiving a hundred dollars worth of meat. It's a, it's Whoever, a hunk, you, hunky you gotta piece. You got to try to max out that budget. You can't go spend 20 bucks on a steak and pocket 80. Loser last place will be forced to do. This is my idea. Y'all can shoot this down. We're all in on it. Five minute segment. When we're all in studio, they've got to do five minutes on whatever they want, whatever they want. I don't really care. You can't just read out of a book or an article. You have to create a segment and you're doing it completely by yourself. No board, no guest hosts. Our mics are turned down and you have to just do the, do the segment for five minutes, which people at home are like, oh, that's easy. These guys are professionals. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> that's, I just, I feel like there's just not going to be good radio. I know. You know, but if our goal be. is to entertain people and get people to tune in, I just feel like people might be tuning out, but yeah, we'll give it a shot. Sounds like somebody's a little worried about it. Yeah. Not saying who. Um, are we doing this draft style? Like you can't double up on players or just you pick your, your three horses. How are we doing this? I think Snake everybody. David or Dylan, David, myself. Ooh. Wait, say again. Snake draft. You start. Okay. Um, how many, how many players we get? Three. What if a player misses the cup? Bye bitch. You out. <laughs> it's on you. I think we just point off, you know, one through whatever, 50 uh, lowest points wins or whatever. You, know, you can do it. Lowest, lowest, lowest total score of the three. Correct. Okay. I go first. Correct. Um, I will pick John Rahm, mm. the large Spaniard who went to Arizona State. That's a great description because all those things are true. Yep. Um, me or you, KJ? You. You are up next. We'll keep it in dip picks order. Give me Cam Smith. Ooh, the Australian with the mullet. Small lad. Small lad playing very well. Ratty looking fucker. I love him. <laughs> Reaching right past uh, next favorite after Rom, Jordan Spieth, and then JT. Um, give me Colin Morikawa. <laughs> He's kind of looked like I'm, shit recently. I'm all in on Como. I, okay, he's not on your team. And it's snake draft rules. So back-to-back -back with JT, Gosh. who was a good guy last week with walking around in Tiger's practice round. Give me good karma. 
Justin Thomas. Was he calling him pards? You know Holmes. he was. <laughs> Is it me? It's me. Uh, back to you. Oh, yeah, you. I've never done a snake draft, clearly. Uh, give me Highland Park's own Scotty Scheffler. The chef, I call him. Yeah, the chef. The you, chef do, you do call him that. He's a former Longhorn. He's about to be the greatest Longhorn golfer of the last 30 years. Bigger than Justin Leonard. Bigger than Brandel Chambly. <laughs> bigger than Jordan Spieth. Give him five years. You know, Jordan Spieth has won this tournament twice, David. He hasn't. Once? It seems like that once, yeah. He he should have won it. Twice. He absolutely he should have won it three times. But that dumbass Danny Willett. Well, he he kind of did it to himself. <laughs> yeah, well, Danny Willett's the worst winner of all time. Is that not the Masters you went to? No, Sergio. Oh, okay. Actually, the my next pick will be a young man who uh, didn't play when I attended because he uh, fell down a flight of stairs right before the tournament started. Allegedly. A lot of speculation that his wife threw him down the stairs, or his girlfriend at the time. Of course, that's Paulina Gretzky. She's a very tiny woman. He is a large man. Um, I'm, I'm choosing Dustin Johnson. That's a everybody. good pick. I guess I have another pick right now, don't I? You do. Let's go... Uh, Justin Thomas is a smart pick here. I hate Justin Thomas. I want to fight Justin Thomas. I think he's a total chode, an absolute boner. Um, I'm going to pick – let's pick Jordan Spieth. Let's pick Jordan Spieth. Okay. He plays well in this in this tourney. Um, you're going to notice a theme here. Young guns only. I – at D Carter Ruff on Twitter, at DC Ruff on Instagram, David Ruff on LinkedIn. I'm choosing Dallas's own Will Zalatoris. Wow. <laughs> right past your boy Vic. Victor. I don't trust Victor's short game at Augusta yet. He will he will win there, but not it's so gonna be a while. You have two tiny lads and then the dad, Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> Correct. The 25-year-old dad. Scotty Scheffler and his two sons, Will, Will and Cam. Yeah. That's a fun threesome. <laughs> it is. Of golf. Okay. Um, there are so many options, so many good, reliable options. Um, I really feel like I should go with the chalk here. It's going to be a costly loss. Uh. I'm going to go back to back long odds. Give me the big Tigre Hideki Matsuyama. Nobody's ever called him the big Tigre. I'm going to go with Hideki back to back to finish better off than uh, maybe not win, but finish quite well. Just a belly full of sush out there teeing off. <laughs> Are you sure he's. <laughs> Hang on. I'm Is sorry. He... What is he helping or is he not playing? He's not playing, done? but he hasn't played in a while. No, he's been hurt. He hurt his hand. But or he something. is playing. Yeah. From, what I, from what I just read. Yeah. He's plus 4,200. Okay. What I meant to say when I said Hideki Matsuyama, I was looking at the names and there's a glare on my second, my second screen. I didn't see the injury history right next to his name. Um, we will allow you to make a different pick if you would like. We're trying yeah, to grow me, the game. 
Is Louis healthy? If Louis's healthy, give me Louis. You want Usti? Yeah, give me uh, his his funny ass looking face. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, it's a it's it was a neck injury. Even better for Hideki. So yeah, he had yeah. to re- he withdrew from Valero last more, week. More like Hideki. <laughs> okay. Man, he's shaking his head. He didn't like that one. Video of Hideki Matsuyama, or not Hideki, of Louis Usazen singing into uh, his Open Championship or whatever trophy he had. Freaks me out when he's sitting on the private plane and he's just like his face is lit by his phone. It looks like he's got like this hovering gigantic watermelon head. But hey, I'm sure he's a wonderful person. I respect him a lot, clearly South African. So, you know, home continent or something like that. But uh, shouts to Louis. That's a good pick. No, I like that. I think you're good for a top. You're good for a cut and you're also good for a top 20. I think with Louie, maybe top 10. Um, I'm seeing speculation on Twitter regarding Hideki's dinner. There are people are speculating sushi, udon style noodles and Wagyu steak. And we know Brooks. Oh no, Brooks can't, he can't attend, but he will want to. Yes. We'll ask somebody for some leftovers doggy bag at Wagyu. He no, he no longer eats steak in the States. People forget is, that. As it is the only way he enjoys his cuts of meat. Correct. <laughs> Interesting nobody picked him, by the way. Let's recap teams real quick, and mostly so I can write him out. Dylan, John Rahm? Yes, I have uh, John Rahm, I have Jordan Spieth, and I have Dustin Johnson. Power players. David. Scotty Scheffler. Will Zalatoris. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Such a Dallas homer. All right. And what did you do, Gooch? I have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had Gooch and Matsuyama. No, I had J- JT, Kalamurakawa, and Louis. Okay. I'm not going to lie, KJ. I hate your team. Well, but good know. luck. Too bad. This is going to be fun, guys. Hey. You know, big game picker over here. Speaking uh, of fun, we got to talk Major League Baseball. Unless we got more on Masters. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all do uh, like one other quick ramp, vamp thought on Masters. I just got to, you know, check the status of things in the other room, and I'll be right back. But go we can ahead. tell the Ike's Pond story again. That was a, a crowd favorite for everybody. Okay, we're losing KJ for a minute. I think KJ's um, going to go see a man about a horse. How do you feel? Do you ever watch the drive, chip, and putt? No. Why? Um, because mostly I'm just jealous of the little shitheads who get to go do that, and I hate them for it. It's like the one time I could put on golf in my household and Alyssa's like, oh, those little kids are so precious. So she likes watching it. No, it's 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 good. Like background, like, okay, there I can see the Augusta National. Like it's Yeah, that's here. all. Like we're here, you know? Sure. So for that reason, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I don't actually There's usually some memeable dads, a lot of like high T dads, oddly. But um you good, KJ? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Good. Okay, well, good. Since you're back, you want to just run us through some Major League Baseball hits? You know, I, I know we were all sitting around, like, wondering, do we have fold-out chairs? Like, you know, do we leave them at our old place? Are they in the car? Who's got the cooler? Who's bringing the tunes? Who's got the cornhole? Like, we're all ready to go tailgate for opening day because baseball is back. I have been looking forward to this day for so long. Um, 
just brings so many emotions to the surface. Okay. Of like a lot of, okay. Quick quiz. I figured, uh, I knew I didn't really know the answer, but, uh, feel free to buzz in with your own name. Which of you, or can either of you tell me who won the world series last year? <laughs> uh, was it the Dodgers? No. Montreal Expos. No. I really don't remember. Atlanta Braves. That's right. Freddie Dodger. Freeman. Correct. Correct. Who is now a Dodger? Uh, <laughs> any idea of who they played? Clearly, no. <laughs> um, they played the Houston Astros. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Who were trying to win their first ever World Series title. Wow. Look, man, he went there, not me. <laughs> you know, got- as non-cheaters, right? Guys. I will say that if you were a diehard Astros fan, it would be infuriating to see some of the headlines have kind of just sizzled on by, but due to the lockout, nobody cared about like MLB basically being like, yeah, the Yankees fucking cheated too. Uh, Red Sox got hit for this as well, but nobody really cares outside of like, you know, Alex Cora. Um, as we go into the new season, I figured we should quickly at least announce our allegiances for the first half of the season. Um, for those of you who don't recall, that's like 81 games. Just so much fun <laughs> and joy to follow 81 games of a baseball team of your choosing. David, would you like to start us off? Especially when you can't even follow because um, there's an ongoing con- contractual dispute between the um, provider and the anyway yeah i haven't watched a ranger game in like seven years um no uh first half of the season i'm riding i'm riding with the new look texas rangers hometown kid can i give you my second half team though uh or unless you have any point as to why aside from them being from hometown anything that excites you about the rangers this year? yeah they 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 spent some money in the offseason they brought guys in they've got a great infield middle infield specifically and there's actually something to watch names that I'm watching. I mean, I don't think we're going to see uh, what's his name. Al Leiter's kid, Jack Leiter up this season, but I'm going to be following the rough riders, the Frisco rough riders. Um, Cause that kid, I mean, if anything you read on him is like, he's got a chance to be like pretty special. I don't know. We've seen this before with prospects in the Texas Rangers organization. I'm hoping he will be a great Yankee one day. Um, who's your follow-up team? Oh, the Dodgers. <laughs> I always ride with Kershaw, dude. I don't know. I just. There was a chance there. He wasn't going to be back uh, late in the year. Uh, yeah. We had a pipe league. dream of bringing him home. Turns out he didn't want to come back to Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan. I am officially rocking with the Minnesota twins. <laughs> A, our boy Brent Rooker for another program. And B, uh, they just signed, I don't know if you guys heard about this, a little shortstop by the name of Carlos Correa. They took him from You the, should hate him. They took him from the Lastros. You should hate him. I do hate That's him. I do hate him. He was he's, like, he's an absolute twat. He was the most hateable. Yeah, of, I, of I do those. hate him, but I'm, I'm really just rubbing it in Astros fans' faces right now that he is no longer wearing their uniform. They a got big their- part of their success. Uh, 
along as as well as a big time cheater too. He was he cheated big time, but I think he'll be you know, he's going to change his ways and and um, be more ethical with the the twins. But no, um, yeah, I'm a twins with guy, the twins. But I'm I'm a Rangers fan, so who is uh, excited about Singer? They are not. There's a there's a segment of Astros Nation, and they are not. Look, obviously, it's going to hurt in the short term to lose Correa, but this Pena, Jeremy Pena, I believe they got coming up. They're saying that this dude's got a chance to be uh, quite the replacement. Who knows? I still think they're going to win the division. I will say on the Twins, a name that I learned last year uh, through my endeavors of taking the Pittsburgh Pirates to not only one, but two MLB titles in MLB The Show. I will be updating the world on my progress this year as a team has yet to be determined. But Byron Buxton for the Twins is an absolute uh, joy to watch as well. I think I need to go ahead and give in. Uh, I'm right there with you locally. I'll be more interested in Rangers than I have been since, I don't know, Darvish, not even Cliff Lee that far. The Rangers are an exciting team locally when they've got names to enjoy. I will commit to seeing the game in that stadium before I relocate out of the DFW area. Spending all that money is exciting. Um, and then just kind of having a clean slate to jump into the season. I'll be event. I'll be interested. I'm glad you Follow said up. that. I want to come mm-hmm. up. I want to come up for a game. What we should, we should plan that. Let's do it. Let's get the uh, children in public at a stadium. No time like sharing, you know, just the joys of baseball. Baseball's about family. I don't know if you know that Dylan. But, hey, Jay. You know. I can know that. <laughs> uh, my national league team i'm just you know there's so many options and you know to know all of the teams that are actually in the national league and not the american league it takes some talent and knowledge uh give me the pirates i'll continue following them uh the twins were actually my pick and then the blue jays were my fallback and dylan went with the with the twins and i've just had a streak of just trying to pivot whenever dylan fucking stumbles on my first you should become a Cleveland Guardians fan. I'm not out on it. That name stinks. Commanders or Guardians, who you got, name-wise? They both stink. I feel like the Guardians, if it was ex- if both were expansion teams, like completely separate them from the history of those organizations, I think the Guardians is a better name. They sound like MLS teams. True, but everything not a does. Compliment. If you- if you, if you have like tigers would sound stupid, you know, if it was, if there wasn't a team called the tigers and you were like, Oh, we're going to be the uh, New Jersey tigers. You're like, okay, try hard enough. But that's you know. what we'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And we're getting more show. Hey, real quick. Last baseball note. They changed the rule to where if a pitcher um, is also hitting as a DH, he does not have to come out of the lineup. If he, stops his pitching for that night like you know whatever goes to the bullpen he can continue on as a dh so shohei in the al it's just a shohei rule exactly he can both pitch and hit and not have to uh give up his duties for the man that affects exactly one person in the mlb go find another oh the cubs have found a big hitter his name can't recall but uh should be exciting played for uh the naipe something or others oh very cool. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Hey, I, I found a big. I, I had it up earlier. I really got rocked by like two things. Not only Dylan picking the twins, because that's where all my talking points were. But then, you know, you know, we had a, hey, 
you might need to go to the hospital scare. It was false alarm. Who's talking in that voice? <laughs> hey, is that Dr. Phil? Is he, is he running point on this? <laughs> hey, speaking of running point, you know what's on point on my wrist, on my face? Not right now. Movement. I've been rocking movement for, oh, KJ just put his movement. Oh, my on. goodness. I've been rocking with movement for years now. They, they became a sponsor years ago, and I've been wearing their sunglasses um, almost daily, as a matter of fact. Two college dropouts teamed up to create a watch company that broke all the, all the rules, all of them, with fair prices, unexpected colors, and clean original designs movement. Grew into one of the fastest growing watch brands, shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. Surprised you didn't know that, Dylan. Now they've expanded. They've got blue light glasses, and I believe that's what KJ's rocking right now. They look good. I am. Your eyes are so protected. Loving my experience with their blue light blockers. Uh, As someone who's having to find times throughout the day and the evening to uh, sneak in a little work, do a little prep for the pod, that means extra hours with the laptop up, more strain on the head. No longer do I have to deal with that with my blue light blockers. Minimalist jewelry and more style essentials that don't break the bank, all designed out of their California headquarters. Check out Movement. I mean, look. The watches, they've got all kinds. They've got modern-looking ones. They've got old-school-looking ones. I, I like all of them. They have, they're just like classic masculine, like the big, bold faces, simple designs. I went with an uh, option this go-around um, that I haven't tried in a while. I usually wear mine with a gunmetal band, um, but I haven't done just the traditional leather band in quite some time. I went with the uh, white camel uh, option this this go around and let me tell you i'm wearing black today so i'm not wearing that watch but it is quite an advanced and exquisite look and if you're liking the frames i'm wearing right now those are the ritual ritual eye scroll options my recommendation check out the tropic haze the tropic ah. haze watch is pretty sick they've got a number of them that are very cool big fan of all their stuff unbeatable unbeatable price point Movement watches have the look and quality of a $400 to $500 watch that you would get like at a department store, but cost a fraction of the price because they were built online and own their own process from start to finish. You get a beautiful watch shipped right to your door for free. And if you don't love it, you can ship it right back for free. KJ, like we said, he's got the blue light glasses protecting him from all those screens. You know, he's double screened up. You got to get that protection. If you want to elevate your look with style that doesn't break the bank, then join the movement and get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash bang. Again, that's mvmt.com slash bang. Want to run through the NBA real quick? Yeah. We got a few more games left. I was, we were talking a little bit about uh, Chet Holmes' body type, some of the taller bigs that can shoot or bigs that can shoot. Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, um, very close neck to neck, depending on who you ask for the MVP race. You are getting a little bit of uh, arguing for, what do you call it, uh, campaigning for uh, Embiid out of the Philly um, camp, rightfully so. His, his numbers are ridiculous, over 30 points, over 11 rebounds. East Coast bias. Four or five assists a game. His numbers are great. Almost exactly what Nikola Jokic won with last year. But Jokic is doing it again and in the West. So it wouldn't be a shock to see him go back to back. 
And then I'm sure David's going to remind us here momentarily that uh, a guy named Luka Doncic could quite likely uh, be considered as the MVP if we were voting just in the last like 50 games of the year. Uh, Co-sign that. Um, people hold it against him that he, you know they really like to drop the oh he came in out of shape, and admittedly he did come in a little overweight and he wasn't as good as he has been like the last you know 40 games, but but he's adjusting to a new coach, new defensive scheme, uh, conceivably new offensive scheme. They were trying to work in KP. Obviously they got rid of him, and I mean since January really. I mean, he's been, he's probably been, he may, I'm not saying he's been better than uh, Jokic or Embiid, but he's, he should be in the conversation. Anybody's discussion that doesn't have Luka in the conversation, at least, I don't think I can take seriously. I don't expect him to win it. Jokic has just been on fire, Embiid too, like you just mentioned, but that's fine. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about it. Ignorant shout out on my behalf to Jason Tatum. I highly respect him as a player. But he's on many people's, like, in that third or fourth slot, depending on who you ask. And I've paid zero attention to what his seasons look like. So, you know, uh, kudos to whatever it is he's doing there in Boston. Dylan, um, are you aware of your Spurs potentially in the playoff game? In the uh, playing game, excuse me. I am not, as I have not watched a single game all year of my, of my beloved San Antonio Spurs. They're battling. They're battling with the Lakers. The Lakers might straight up miss the playing game. They might miss it altogether. The Lakers stink, baby. They most likely will. They've got like a 2% chance as of the as of yesterday's loss. They are they need like the Spurs. There's four games left. They've got to outplay the Spurs by three games. And then they also have the option of them winning out and, and the Pelicans losing out. Could happen, but it's it's probably not. And it's, it's not pretty. Final game of the season for the Spurs is the Mavs on the road. So in Spurs in Dallas, um, we'll see if that game matters to Dallas, whether they sit, you know, some of their guys who've been, you know, Luca obviously, but Dinwiddie, who, you know, had an ACL last year. Um, so they may not have anything to play for, but they probably will because they're kind of bad. They're battling with Golden State for the third or fourth seed. I don't know. Um, I kind of want to do whatever we can to get Utah in the first round because that team just seems like it's absolutely imploding. Like, not just this season, like, they're going to blow the whole thing up because it's very clear a number of their players don't like each other. Um, it's, just a, it's just a weird deal. They blew a 25-point lead the other night. It's a tough scene, and I definitely feel better about playing them than I would uh, the Nuggets or the Warriors. I don't want any part of the Warriors. No, Warriors had a game where they hit six, six three-pointers at home the other night. As you can imagine, the crowd was rightfully like out of their effing minds in that game. Um, Lonnie Walker, San Antonio Spur, former Miami Hurricane, quite fun to watch. So, uh, I, I mean, it's not like he's putting up a ton of points, but you know, he will go up and uh, yam one on you, if you will. That means uh, slam so, dunk, Dylan. I'll be interested to see. As of right now, in the Eastern play-in, and they're calling it a tournament, which would start next week, those teams are locked in. It's Cavs. Hawks, Hornets, and the Nets. It's ridiculous to think that the Nets have the second best odds to win the NBA title, and they are the tenth seed. Obviously, a lot of that's because Kyrie is being, you know, projected into playing full time versus what he was doing all year. But that is mind-boggling to me. And then on the West, in the West, you have likely the Timberwolves who have a chance to play out of the play-in, the Clippers, 
the Pelicans and the Spurs. Mm. You know what? I wouldn't want to have to. I wouldn't want to be up against the Spurs in one game for one game because Pop Pop's that good. True. That's my sports take of the day. Love Pop. You guys want a party? Let's get a. Let's do a party, Dave. This is the segment where we talk sports while partying at the same damn time. Very few podcasts are doing this. The Kentucky Derby was this weekend. Is that true? Oh, uh, no, we're about to month out. I wanted to put it on everyone's radar. And as it is coming up, I wanted to remind everybody uh, of the unfortunate news that the 1996 Kentucky Derby winner, Grindstone, unfortunately has passed away at the age of 29. A good horse, a lot of people were saying. A lot of people were saying great horse, in fact. So rest in peace, Grindstone. Great name, though. Damn. Yeah, I forgot about Grindstone's tenure at the top. World Cup it, groups are set. Death last week, and Grindstone is my death of the week. When is the Kentucky Derby? I feel like it's only <laughs> my radar. If, I thought it was in May. It's only my radar when there's a, you know, like like one of these super horses that's like a big brown type of horse, you know, is getting a lot of pub. Otherwise, it's like, eh. What? May 7th is the Kentucky uh, Derby this year. Yeah, I was about to say, you're going to know it from here on forward because as my wedding anniversary is Cinco de Mayo, yours is going to be right there around. So here into perpetuity, your anniversary will fall right around Kentucky Derby. Mine's right right around Dilly de Mayo. People forget that. There we go. Hey, how how horny are you guys for the uh, USA's World Cup draw? You like that Group B? Some good good storylines. Dylan, are you going to have uh, any youth soccer in your future? Yeah. Parks has already played um, some soccer, organized soccer, and uh, he likes it. I think baseball might sneaky be his top sport at the moment, but, uh, yeah, we'll be doing some soccer. And I'm down do for you, it. Do you feel like the World Cup will play any sort of a role in, like, your interest or his interest in uh, soccer when that rolls around? In freaking November, by the way, it drives me nuts. Um, I've I've gone on record many times saying that I'm a big World Cup guy because it means a lot. I mean, I, really, I mean, I, I don't like the game of soccer. It's quite boring to watch, actually. But World Cup's great, man. It's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be fully on board, and I will tie. I will try to get uh, Parks on board with it too, and kind of explain to him, you know, how impactful it is, and it's a you know big stage, and I think he'll be all about it. He's been to a couple Austin FC games. He's had a great time, and it's a cool environment. So he he's kind of hooked at the moment. Hmm. Speaking of which, shout out to my good and real personal friend, Colin Hot Colin, as some may have heard us refer to him in the past. Uh, new father. Now Colin is, you know, the second or third most attractive person in the city of Austin. How does, um, how does he feel about our chances in Group B with England, Iran, and Scotland or Wales, or as KJ notes here in the notes, Times Country of the Year, Ukraine? <laughs> uh, so my understanding is Scotland or Ukraine, Scotland, which I missed a T in there, they have to, Scotland and Ukraine have to play. The winner of that game plays Wales. The winner of that game is now in the World Cup in this group. Do you not feel like, I don't know, instead of random marches around towns with blue and yellow flags or John Legend songs, shouldn't the countries of Scotland and Wales just be like, you know what? Hey, 
Y'all have got a lot on your plate. Y'all have this one. Well, no, I think they're gonna they're gonna Wesley <laughs> snipes with the pistol. You know, sadly put City, them out of their curious. misery, but they're gonna they're gonna do what's necessary. Well, hang on. Do we know? Sure. Do we know if this game is being played on land or at sea? Because that could give Wales a significant advantage. Very few people know uh, the Ellis side of my family hails from Wales, but I understand. I, I can't say that. I think it's going to be played on land. It's soccer. How does it feel to broadcast with somebody who's over here at my level doing the things I do? Soccer is typically played on land, David. You've never seen somebody pod like this. Just animal, just animal humor just woven in like, like a true father of a toddler. <laughs> I kind of like that you misspelled Scotland because I'm just reading it as Scotland, Scotland, Scotland. I'm sure that was intentional. Uh, either of y'all keep up with the uh, ANWA. That's what I call it. Augusta National Women's Amateur? Yeah. Y'all watch a lot of those strokes? I watched a little bit of it. I dabbled. I took a, a golf nap Saturday. It's my fault. Fair. There was, there was a collapse of, uh, you know, not an all-time collapse, it's the amateur. So I feel like it's probably frowned upon to harp too much on a collapse. But uh, Latana Stone from LSU went from being about, I want to say, two strokes in the lead, looking to walk away with the victory, going into 17, uh, double bogeyed there. Um, her approach on 18 was a little too aggressive, had a 15-foot putt to save playoff, stayed left, and I believe missed the next putt and uh, lost it altogether in a matter of like five or six shots. Interesting. You hate to see that. That is tough. You like my like stroke-by-stroke stroke, uh, That was good. Recap? That was good. We need more uh, golf with KJ. Put on, your, put on Clay's rain pants. <laughs> that should be your segment if you lose the the masters picks you gotta just talk golf for five minutes i might you could you just know. give a you could give a history of maybe uh, a notable tournament that's coming up that we just picked and here for mike's pond the nerf gun fight of the century um dylan i do want your thoughts on the fact that we just had what some might call an epic bachelor party depends uh, in the city of Las Vegas, Formula One announced last week that they'll have an F1 race on the Vegas Strip starting in 2023. Um, I think this is very, very cool. Um, I don't know um, what this, how the spectator, the stand setup will work, or is it just like people lining the sidewalk? I'm not sure it'll be something like that. But to have these cars um racing through the strip the strip of las vegas is going to be sick like very very sick i think they're going to do it at night too i think that makes the most sense uh it's gonna be all lit up it's gonna be it's gonna be an absolute scene um i would love to go um it's gonna it's gonna be great man my dumbass pea-sized brain cannot even fathom how they're gonna pull this off have I you seen the genuinely yeah rendering I just don't I just don't understand logistically how yeah how it works in Vegas. It's just a vibrant city all year. I I don't get it. I cannot wait to see it. Yeah. It's going to be way cooler than Austin. So they do of course have to like veer off the strip because it's a as it is a a closed loop the racetrack. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but most of it is just straight down the strip, which is going to be cool. So a very long straightaway, I think, like longer no. than you typically see on an F1 track. Um, but just that environment, it's going to be cool as hell. I, I agree with David on this. Like, I, I don't know, man. This is one of those times where I feel like the renderings and like them selling people on pulling this off is going to settle for like, okay, so maybe the, the track's not going to go right down the strip. And then they're going to land on this. The race starts in 2024 and it's at a raceway in Henderson. Like everything about the concept I love, I see that they pull it off in um, what's the course or the track I absolutely can't stand. Nobody knows because I don't even know it that well. Starts with Monaco. Can't stand that street race track where it's through the city looks dope. Yeah. The race thing with Monaco, like Monaco, it's almost impossible to overtake someone on that track. So, like, qualifier is extremely important. Like, if you if you have if you start off in first place, good chance you're going to keep it throughout the entirety of the race, which kind of stinks. I don't, hope that this is not like that. I think this is going to be a much wider uh, street track, however you want to call it. Um, and is it true? Did you see the same thing I saw that they are setting up um, like pit lane, like right outside of the Cosmo? And in fact, one of the crew chiefs they said is a bartender at the Cosmo. I, I'm, I'm fairly sure that's what's going to happen. I don't know if you see where I'm going with this. <laughs> and I just don't really? see that happening. I'm, I'm looking at a rendering right now of some grandstand set up right outside the Bellagio on the sidewalk there, which looks fucking cool. I feel bad for the guy wearing the Transformers like costume. He's got to move for the day. I, I haven't paid too much attention. Like The NHL just did a huge event in downtown Los or on the strip where they did like face-offs on the Bellagio pond. I didn't even go back and look at the pictures of it. I thought it was going to be cool. Forgot to go look at it. The NFL draft here in a few weeks is going to be held. Like I believe on top of the fountains as well. Like they're setting up a stage to yeah. announce picks from there too. It's Vegas. They can pull it off. If anyone can, they certainly can. I just, again, um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I will not be there, but it should be dope. Man, this looks cool. Sorry, I'm just looking at pictures now. When is the when's the first year they're doing it? Twenty twenty three. Yeah, next year. That is shocking. Like, I mean, the permits alone. Jeez. Yeah. Do you think there will be a firehouse subs team at that point? <laughs> you see where I'm going with it? Two of them. They got two cars. <laughs> two cars. Two of them. Two firehouse two subs cars. <laughs> I don't think so, Dave. They probably won't have their own team. No. Okay. But be fun if they did you know Dylan, why don't you go ahead and run it back for us we can get on yeah let's run it back we got a shorty today uh k is straight up sucking on a bagel right now as he's holding it up for the oh he's taking a bite oh, i took a bite that's like so revolting um, it's still from this side no hey. chicks allowed at dylan's crib this saturday don't, that won't be don't a problem you dare bring your chick over david that won't be a problem especially if randy comes by Dave dude's wants- absolute repellent Dave wants a Woods Gooch pairing at Augusta. Hideki Matsuyama may or may not choose sush for his champion's dinner menu. And finally, Dylan likes his horses big and brown. Big brown was the what? name of a horse. What the hell? I don't know this. Yeah, it was uh, one uh, 2006, 2008. Uh, yeah. Preakness. Yeah. It was just the way you led up to saying super horses like big brown. <laughs> it he just sounded super very horse, man. He was out there just absolutely chopping. He was, and uh, he was a racehorse. 
before the NBA playoffs start, uh, on the record, I did place a small wager for the Memphis Grizzlies to win the NBA title this year. So, you know, sleeper pick like the three seed in the West. Huh. What were those odds? Not as well, that great. bet set you back. Uh, you know, enough to I all bets that I placed had to be justified to say, okay, if I won, could I say reasonably that I would want to fly out and recoup my earnings or at least fly over the state and like withdraw from the app? And the answer is yes. I'll go out there with you if that's the case. Yeah. Sounds like you're really excited about me joining you. Hey, all right, let's uh, get out of here. We'll see you guys on next week. All right. Bye-bye. 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 I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. My team wins a big game.